This podcast may contain questionable language, will contain spoilers, and finally brings you the much-awaited Movie Busters episode. Hello, I'm Mark. I'm Steve. I'm Paul. And I'm Ben. And welcome to the Movie Busters podcast. Editing God, mate, I am. Seamless, possibly, wasn't it? Possibly the best thing you've ever done Thanks. in your life. Um, hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 195 of Movie Drone, or episode one of Movie Busters. Something like that. Mm. I'm surrounded by legend Steve. Oh, actually, and Mark. Thanks, mate. <laughs> I'm surrounded by legends and Steve, Mark. <laughs> there you go. What do you think of that, boys? That was absolutely fantastic. That was incredible. Phenomenal. That was good. Well, I th- at first, when I heard it, I thought, oh, shit, that's not a good start. The jingles already started skipping and fucking up. <laughs> What's going on there? I- I'm not renowned for my editing prowess. And I was sat out here till about half ten last night going, yeah, that'll probably do. It sounded <laughs> it sounded better. I almost got in track with the song. And then I knocked something and I was like, that's just going to have to do. The transition wasn't very good into, yeah. our, into our own uh, our yeah. own intro. But, mate, it was, it was, that was good. Yeah. That was good. Thanks. That was good. It was. That, that's, you know, that, we're not worthy of such an introduction. Wait, it's like everything in my life. I had a go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm impressed. <Yeah. coughs> don't be impressed. Honestly, don't be impressed. So um, this is uh, Movie Busters, episode one, guests Ben and Paul. Uh, we're missing Adam. He's where's he gone? Skegness or something, I think. And he on on his jolly bobs. He's but, gone um, somewhere with his uh, Ibiza. Ibiza. Has he? Somewhere it's called ra- Port Mentora. As it's raining in Ibiza. Did you know that? Hopefully. Yeah, no, it <laughs> is. I, I know it is. I know it is. Someone's gone. Yeah, out so glad. Today. Amazing. Wonderful. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, legendary podcasters with a great show. Um, you were too kind. Boys. No, I meant us. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. Well, ben. Sorry about that. Sorry. So Ben, you've been on before. Um, I have. You came on. Great episode. Yeah, we loved having you on. And Paul, this is the first time. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. You're, you're one of my favourite podcasts, so this is all very exciting for me. Really? Oh, geez. Likewise. Likewise. Yeah, I mean, he's much more handsome, isn't he, than Ben's. And he? Was. Oh, yeah. Listen, <laughs> I probably the, would. Paul, Paul's the pretty boy. Paul's yeah. the yeah. absolute pretty boy. If you couldn't yeah. tell from our avatars on, on Twitter, you'd certainly see it when we go on yeah. camera, my goodness. Yeah. Certainly I think that's why up. our patrons pay for our content. Yeah, is it? You know, content of this guy. <laughs> it, it does make you wonder, mate, who's the pretty boy out of us. You, I mean, <laughs> no, well, you have to ask the question. Yeah. Paul, you've never seen Mark before. Does he look like Charles Manson? From from this uh, very far away angle, I can see the, the Charles Manson there you go. resemblance. There you go. Yes. I can get it in a proper ponytail now, mate. <laughs> man bun. No, you're, no, you're, it's a proper ponytail. You're a man mate. bun vapour. Yeah, I am. Morbius, eh? I've got no shame. what he's got going on. Yeah, he's just as bad. So, boys, (laughs) I'm just going to ask you, uh, before we get on to Mark's, I don't know, stories about his kitchen, I've seen his kitchen tonight. I mean, listen, we can all switch off in a minute. How's your week been? Mine's been absolutely wonderful until I woke up this morning with a full-blown cold. So it's it's the perfect timing for a, a movie buster's episode. You've not been around Adam's house, have you, with his housemates? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) That's the ironic thing, is if me and Paul were meant to be meeting up for the... You know, me and Paul have not seen each other since just before 
COVID sort of took the world by storm. Mm-hmm. And we were meant to be seeing each other on Monday. And because I went to Adam's house, I, I was struck down with his his lurgy. <laughs> so I put the spanner in the works. But you got the bloody cold anyway. We may as well have just mess up, mate. It's true. Yeah, we should have just true. done it. You should have done me and me and Mark, mate. He's riddled with all sorts, and I come round here every single week. Just keep taking your worm, mate. You'll be fine. It's because I'm like a nineteen seventies kid, so I've been eating mud most of my life. So I've had everything. Seventies, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. How else? How else you been, Ben? How you been? How I've been, apart from being sick, I tell you what, I've been very interested in this week. I've been glued to the bloody like right diva. I've been glued to the Johnny Depp Amber Heard. Oh, I've had it on all day, mate. It's oh, brilliant, mate. isn't it? It's riveting. Is it absolutely yeah. riveting? It is oh, great. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, I'm off tomorrow. Is the way Johnny Depp keeps putting down the the cross examiner is makes my day. Oh no, mm. it's beautiful to see. I've had a it bit is, of that today as well. Oh, I feel like I'm missing it, out. It's like you're you're a member of the jury. It's outrageous that they can televise this stuff. Really, I don't know how I feel about it. You can't do it over here, but in America, it's like yeah, free reign, cameras, spill your whole guts, tell everything about your life story to the entire world. You're only the most famous man in Hollywood, but go ahead, tell everyone. So every time my phone's rung, I've been like, oh, today, <laughs> put it on pause because it's just on in the background. It's amazing. Is it? Yeah. Oh, oh, damn, I'm gonna have to have that on on YouTube. Just YouTube it and Is it just it? plays yeah. it live on YouTube. It's amazing. Shit. It is, it is amazing stuff. It's like great hearing him talk about the massive poo that was found <laughs> on his bed and she's trying to blame it on their little Yorkie terriers. And he's like, I know what fecal matter looks like, what human fecal matter looks like. That was human. <laughs> it sounds like our conversations, doesn't it? Amazing. Amazing. Very much like your conversation. Yeah. I'm going to have to ask, mate. Yeah. How have you been? I've been all right, mate. Thanks. I've got a kitchen, haven't I? <laughs> I've got like an adult's house. I've got like one. It's a freezer thing and it stands up. So like the freezer's got shelves, <laughs> like a shop, and it's got an ice machine in it. Sorry about this, boys. He, he's been living out of like dumpsters and that. I've had a, a I've had a sink on like three bits of three by two for months. And I've got like, yeah. you just turn the tap on and it just goes down the sinkhole. It's amazing. Isn't that what's meant to happen? You'd think. Not how I've been living recently. <laughs> It is amazing. I've got all these stuff that just works. I've got an oven that you can just turn on and it cooks stuff. You don't have to, like, turn the pizza around because half of it's still defrosted. Don't go through every appliance. Oh, it's amazing, mate. I'm going to be able to have a bath. What's your dishwasher situation? (gasps) Dishwasher, mate, projects on the floor how long's left. So actually it's got a projector on it and it tells you how many minutes are left. What's a fucking waste of money? Why (laughs) why did they come up with that? I had no idea he did it. I just thought, what's that like coming out the bottom? You did. That was what solved the, solved the bloody thing to you. It was between that and something that was probably a better machine, but it didn't yeah. have the hologram. It was in the sale, mate. Before. That's what sold it to me. I'll do it. <laughs> I might have a bath next week as well. Yeah, you should have one. Check me Definitely. out. Um, yeah. And then, mate, I don't know whether to be really disappointed or really excited. I've got to go up London Saturday night. I've got a gig, and I? I've already Exciting. Appro- I've approved for the... Um, Decorators to come round like early doors Sunday morning. Then realised I've got a gig, so I'm going to see Weller at Kentish Town. <laughs> it's gonna be a late one, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm laughing because because it's funny that you've got a gold eye up there. Yeah, good. Am I good. on a podcast with three people who hate London at the moment? Yep. I don't yeah. hate London. Oh, it just all feels like a bit of an effort going out the house <laughs> since Hell Corona. Yeah. yeah. And that's what happens when you live miles away from London, though. All of you. London's a beautiful, best capital city in the world. However, I don't like going there. Oh, my, I, don't, I love it when I'm there. Well, it's just the fault when you get there and you're like, oh, God, God no. <laughs> yeah. You just need a teleporter. 
Oh, that would be amazing. Yeah, just swap it that instead would. of your dishwasher. Yeah. <laughs> See if there's one in the sale first, mate. <laughs> ah, there we that's go. That's it. That's my exciting week. Is it? How about yours, mate? Oh, happy New Year to everyone. Just wanted to say that. So I've been out running, mate. Yeah. So I did get out. Um, painkillers get me through that. It's good, isn't it? Yeah. It's good. I got me marathon. Yeah. Uh, next Monday, I think, is it? Is it? Second of May, is it? Is that? I don't oh, know. fuck. Yeah, I don't know. On the bank clearly. holiday. Yeah, yeah. Not so good, that. And, uh, it's, <laughs> it's my 18-year wedding anniversary today. Happy anniversary. Thanks oh, happy anniversary. happy anniversary. Yeah, and you're thanks. spending it with uh, the people you love most, clearly. Yeah, I am, yeah. My wife's in Dubrovnik. She's fucked off. Oh, so, uh, right. so yeah, she's cleared off. So, uh, not not for good. She's not left me. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, she's just gone away. I don't think she has, anyway. 18 so, years. Yeah, yeah. It's good, isn't it? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Get uh, less time. What was your hair like when you got married, mate? Long. <laughs> like mine, yeah? <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. Like, I had a ponytail and everything. But I was a raver, wasn't I? So yeah. I was allowed. And uh, yeah, I've got a magic rat in the garden. Or I did have. Right. And, you know, we had the rats. Yeah. Um, your rat yeah. that, you, that you gave to me. Um, I was in the garden the other day and uh, went near the uh, summer house. Nothing there. Went away from it. Went back about 10 minutes later. Dead rat outside of it. Don't know what happened. Don't know where it came from. That makes it magic. It's not the worst magic trick ever. <laughs> well, it's magic, right. isn't it? When they, when they pull the rabbit out of the air, it's dead. Someone, someone done a rabbit, a magic trick. Oh. Someone did, yeah, dead rat. Anyway, just for What are you done time. with it? We got put in a bag and, it, and we dumped it in a bin. Oh, I should have put a time-lapse camera on it and you could watch all the maggots eating it then. Mm, no, probably better Lovely, yeah. Oh, that's fun. There we go. So, yeah, magic rats. <laughs> and, uh, magic dead rats. <laughs> yeah. There we go. So, anything else, boys? Yeah, before you move on, how, yeah. how do you deal with your rodent problems? Because I have got squirrels that run along our ceiling constantly. You need to you need to wire that up, Ben. You need to find it's, out where they're getting in. It's done it. There's two holes in the front of the house above the flat roof. But using chicken wire. Chicken wire? No, yeah. you need heavy Expanding heavy fun. gauge galvanised wire. Something they can't chew through. Then bad boys will get through chicken wire. They'll eat they ripped, expanding they ripped foam. They it all out. Yeah, you need heavy gauge, mate. When about am I going to get heavy gauge? A, a, about four mil galvanised. Probably get it from TPs or somewhere like that. Might have some floating around the yard. I'll drop it off on a train <laughs> up Sunday. Uh, Saturday. Yeah, do it. I'll meet you in London. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're in London. For, well, we might not be. We're going somewhere for Paul Stag do on <laughs> Saturday. So uh, we'll just come to... Not going to a Weller gig, are you? Yeah. Oh, dear. Well, there you go. That's our new section, Rodents, yeah. with uh, with uh, Film Busters. So, mate, you got any thanks? Oh, I have, mate. I've got thanks to Morag, to VHS Strikes Back, What Should We Watch, Right Stuff Reviews, WTM, Soundtrack Your Life... To Keith Noakes, Tim, Mike, Mike and Oscar, Nerdriver, Ryan, Apple Park Films, Ryan Actually, LJ Human and the podcast that wouldn't die. Thanks very much to everyone for the retweets on our last episode. Special thanks this week to Jill, Cassie, Jamie Russell, Glyn, Sean Pander Nicholson. Happy birthday to him, by the way. It's his mm. birthday in the week, wasn't it? Yeah. Happy birthday to Sean. Cinema Recall. Emma at the Movies. <laughs> LJ Human, Ian McIntyre, Mr. Positivity, Jamie Irwin, Miles, and Ben and Paul from Filmbusters. Hey. Promo, mate. Absolutely. Hello, I'm Paul. I'm Adam. And I'm Ben. And welcome to Filmbusters. Three friends who love each other but hate each other's tastes in movies. You just hate Tom Cruise, don't you? It was annoying me. I think when I was watching it, I was in a mood to be irritated because I get irritated when I see Tom Cruise straight away. (laughs) How do you even get into a fucking acting career when you're that shit? The lines are awful, but you can't even deliver a shit line. Yeah, listen, listen right now. Let me just say that I wasn't bored at any point during the film. Oh, well, can I, I not, can it, I not to say something, though, Adam? No, <laughs> no, I'm going first. I'm done with it. Fucking white male hero saving everyone all the time. 
is particularly starting to piss me off. I don't think they should make any more Toy Story films. After this one, because... Because it's the perfect ending to a Toy Story franchise. It's 10 out of 10. Fuck off. Oh. I don't think I can continue podcasting with you boys. I'm shocked. <laughs> Find Film Busters on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all other major podcast platforms. And there we go. That's your promo, boys. It's fucking amazing, isn't it? What's it like listening back to it on uh, on someone else's podcast? That little bit weird, was it? Very weird as fuck. Was it? <laughs> nice to hear Adam's happened? voice, isn't it? It's nice to hear no. Adam's voice yeah. once in a while. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I didn't know what to do with myself. When no, I, was I bet. I didn't know where to look or anything. <laughs> <laughs> we can see you both. Paul's just grinning from ear to ear, and uh, yeah, you were looking away. Yeah, mate, great promo that. Thanks. I mean, obviously, almost not, as good as your one. Yeah, eh? did you hear? Oh, you played that, didn't you? Thanks very much for that. That's amazing. We 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 actually entered the charts the day after that they played it. Is <laughs> a coincidence? <laughs> um, yeah. Sorry about our one. I mean, it was a bit of a joke, but uh, but love yours your is one. amazing. We love your podcast, and everybody should sweet. listen to our friends, Filmbusters. The nice thing is that we've got a, a little bit of a mutual crossover anyway. I know that a lot of your your fans are fans of ours and vice versa as well. So hopefully we're pleasing the multiverse at, at the moment in yeah. terms oh. of the fandom, eh? We've got a multiverse. We must have. That's fun, isn't it? I'm talking all that stuff again, mate. I don't <laughs> understand it. <laughs> I wish I didn't understand that, Mark. Yeah. But unfortunately, I'm exposed to the uh, pop culture world. Oh, it's so. painful, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Go on, then. Welcome to the Mark reads some film lines in some similar voices and Steve has to guess the film from the lines read to get points game. Hashtag what's that film? Didn't edit that one then, did you? No. Fucking Johnny Arthur job. Sorry. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's the quiz. It is the quiz. You do a quiz, don't you, on your uh, on your podcast, yeah? A mm-hmm. um, little bit better than this one. Has a little bit more meaning, but no, uh, no, yours is yours is king. Yours is king. <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's hastily I, thought up. <laughs> and I hate it. I hate it. I'm not very good at it. It's, <laughs> it's hard life. I think one of you was it you, Ben, who said that you're the king of. Uh, yeah, I know, of, but I shouldn't have said that because now the moment has come. So. It has. Yeah. So this I was is, telling him that he's he's done himself wrong saying yeah, that. You wow. certainly have. It's it's hard life. We've we've many a people have fallen, haven't they? Yes. When they've come on live. Yeah. So uh, so yeah. This is your quiz. So who got what and what was it? It was a gentleman, mate. It was. It was. Jill got a three. <coughs> Ryan got a four. Mm. Jamie Russell got a one. What? Emma got a four. But apparently she would definitely put out for that extra. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> she wants some extra points bad, mate. Well, I mean, she knows what she's got to do. Yeah. <laughs> Glyn got a five. Of course he did. <laughs> and LJ got a three. <laughs> okay. Did I mean, do you, do you boys actually have a go at, at what's that film? I do, but I'm I'm terrible because I never actually send it to you. I just right. play along in my head. So was it all fives, like, like Lee, our friend? All fives, yeah, is it? yeah. Constant, constantly. Yeah, is I don't it? want to embarrass other people. So. Right, okay. There we go. I mean, Mark embarrasses himself, so yes. don't worry about it. Um, okay, then, mate. So, what you got for this this week? <sighs> so hang on, let me remind myself. Oh yes, I recognise it. Here we are. Then five points. What's that feel? Live without your sunlight. Love without your heartbeat. Well, I'm clearly not going to know that one, am I? So, mm. Mm. no idea yeah. right now. No, no, I'm not taking a pun on Nothing. that. Nothing. Four points in. What's that film? I ask for so little. Just fear me, love me, do as I say, and I will be your slave. <laughs> <laughs> 
Why have you you've chosen this on purpose? I don't show me up. He's no. tried to go hard. Have you? What the voice that you're doing is as Shit. usual yes. a voice that's nothing to do with it. <laughs> what do you mean as usual, Ben? I thought that was pretty good. If I'm honest, that well, I'll tell you what. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a crack. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> nah, sorry, Ben. Worth a punt, though. No. Was so. it? Yeah. Was it worth a punt? Was it close? No. Okay. Good. No. Good. Makes Hopefully, this one will jog a few memories, though, because it's a proper impression. Right. Oh. Three points then. What's the film? Oh, she'll never forgive me. What have I done? I've lost my only friend. That's what I've done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always tempted to get you to do it again. Yeah, please do it again. Yeah. Do it again. All right. You can have it again. I'll do this all night, chaps. <laughs> oh, she'll never forgive me. What have I done? I've lost my only friend. That's what I've done. <laughs> See, I'd, I'd like to say it was like Dobby out of uh, Harry Potter, but you ain't seen it, have you? So, uh, could, could be a million miles off there, mate. Really? Yeah, oh, but... All right. Oh, this feels super close, but I ain't got anything for that one. No, no. Two points in. What's that film? Everything I've done, I've done for you. I moved the stars for no one. Everything I've done. shouldn't have baited me, Ben, mate. <laughs> I know, shouldn't I have shouldn't baited have. me. <laughs> You've gone really obscure with I, it. I don't think it's actually that obscure. Can you say that line again? Everything I've done, I've done for you. I moved the stars for no one. I moved the stars for no one? That sounds familiar. I like the way they're actually really listening to it, Steve. <laughs> they're actually trying to listen to the lines. I gave that ages ago, yeah. mate. <laughs> no. I'm playing Minecraft. <laughs> right, you're ready for the one then. Are we going to have a race for this? Because I think this should be the one that's going to... Is it fast the finger? Okay. Fast his finger. So one point then. What's that feel? If I thought for one second you'd betray me, I would be forced to suspend you head first in the bog of the eternal stench. <laughs> <laughs> In the bog of the internal stench. My phone's uh, not doing nothing, mate. Uh, <laughs> all right, this is all I've got. This is the only thing I've got. No. No, 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 no. Um, Sorry, lad. Oh. No, that's, that's actually what Paul went for. Oh, is it? Okay. No. Right. Do you want to know, lads? Yes, I yeah, do. Can on, I have one on. last guess? But obviously I won't get any points. Yeah. Yes, mate. Fuck. That was oh, it was between that and yes. what I said. Oh, how bad is that? Unlucky Ben. You get zero. Oh no, fancy getting it after. Oh gutted <laughs> for him. <laughs> <laughs> what a shame oh, that is. I can't no, think of any of those lines in that film, though. No, no. No, I'm not familiar. No. Truthfully, I end up not watched it a lot of times. No. 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 Same. Snap. No, no. All right. So everybody, uh, we blanked. Yeah. So please let Bunch us know. Bunch of blankers. <laughs> please let us know what you think it is and how many you think you got via DM. Yes. Okay. Moving on. Yes, mate. This is Mark's mail set. Okay, mate. So uh, I'm just going to get to the point. Where can people send us some questions? We got a few, haven't we? We, got we a have. Few. They can send them via Twitter, which is at movie underscore drone, or via email on movie drone podcast at hotmail dot com. And please do. Mm. Send, yeah, you can send us a send us a, uh, a nice question. Have we had a I film busters question don't before? Know. Don't know. Don't know if we have. Um, maybe. Yeah, maybe I told not. Paul. I told Paul to send it. Did you? Uh, <laughs> and I sent it to Adam, and he went. Oh, did you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That useless fucker. So, um, okay then. Right. Moving on. Yeah. This is the next section. This is the section that we love to call question time. Question time. Question time. Time for the question. 
Christian time. Christian time. Christian time. Time for the question. Christian time. And there we go. So you're disappointed there, Ben, but not well, getting I am that. Disappointed. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Do you Very. think you've lost any credibility of your own listeners on that one? I didn't have much credibility to begin with, <laughs> so it's hard to lose. <laughs> So, uh, question time. Yeah. Uh, we've got a question in. We have. Who's it from and what's it about? From you, mate. Was it? Yeah. Hey. Well done. <laughs> the second best question submitted this week, but you chose to use your one. Um, this is, <laughs> want to know basically what our top three movie crossovers and our top two that we'd like to see happen. Okay. There we go. I didn't get it, mate, Sorry. if I'm honest. I what do you point. mean? I, I don't really think I understood it. I had a go. <laughs> I mean, this is a crossover, yeah. isn't it? So, like a crossover where other characters and that crossover into other people's films. Yeah, I, I, think we, I think we've done yes. this one before. Didn't I choose something like The Exorcist and Toy Story or something no, like that? Well, I'd probably, yeah. probably. But, uh, but there, there we go. So, um, we're just going to go around, around the thing, are we? Yeah, why not? Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> you go first, then. Yeah. Go on. What, my, my third best favourite one? <laughs> weird this is because I actually enjoyed this film and I shouldn't have done but it was Star Trek Generations when my dad was alive he was like come on boy we're going to the cinema watching Star Trek film I could have died inside last thing I ever wanted to do really enjoyed it yeah it's the only bit of Star Trek I do like but I'll actually sit down and watch this one that's probably the first time you've ever called it Star Trek and not Star Wars to be semi-funny <laughs> no I'll only I'll only cuss off Star Wars oh will you yeah okay. I like Star Trek right or this one okay Paul uh, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Wait, what? I'm confused. What? What's the crossover? Original and the crossover The Next Generation. Yeah, oh, I don't, come I don't on, Ben. Oh, like come Pic on. I don't know those films. It was Wasn't Picard, it Picard and, and um, Shatner. Yeah, Kirk. Shatner. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Even I knew that. Come on. <laughs> uh, we know nothing. <laughs> Paul? Know nothing. I'm going for Wayne's World when uh, Wayne's pulled over in the car. And Robert Patrick comes to the window as the T-1000 <laughs> looking for John Connor. Absolutely yeah. wonderful. Have you seen this boy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fucked my number two. Nice one, Paul. <laughs> nice one. Let's get it in there. It was only two anyway, wasn't it? No, you wanted the top three. I thought I said two. Nah. Oh, well, I'm fucked as well then. Okay, Ben, what's yours? <laughs> Well, I'm question. fucked as well because that was my number three. Was it? Oh, yes. <laughs> Just do two. Just do two. I've only done two. That's my question. Go on, Ben. Uh, all right, the next one is Race Dance Ghostbusters in Casper. 12 seconds, <sighs> seen in Casper where they're trying to get the ghost out of the house, cuts to the front shot of the mansion, hear all this screaming, furniture comes flying out the door, and then you've got Dan Aykroyd, slightly more overweight than he was in Ghostbusters, really dodgy moustache, comb over, and he says, who are you going to call? Somebody else, and runs away. Very cringy. But I love to see a Ghostbuster in any film. So I love that film. Uh, yeah. Such a fucking good film. I was obsessed with that film. Were you? Yeah, I had a bit of a crush on Christina Ritchie. Right. Yeah, Lost too. some hours to her. Yeah. <laughs> Lost some hours. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> well, I don't never want to hear you say that again. <laughs> Ever. Ever. Okay, my uh, number, well, it's got to be my, my one, is Freddy versus Jason. Right, that's my number one. Is Fuck, it? Nice is one. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's not many I really like I, right. I'm not a huge fan of a crossover right not a huge fan okay but uh, Freddy versus Jason I enjoyed that did you enjoy that one boys it was alright well, didn't really right. like it no no more it had it. its moments yeah okay I like both of them individually it could have been more it could have done better it's, mm. it was uh, what was her name Kelly Is her, what's her name Kelly Rowland Clarkson uh, yeah one of them yeah 
Yeah, um, yeah, but yeah, I don't know. It was, I thought it was all right. Quite gory, I thought it, it was Kelly Rowland, wasn't it? Was it? Because there's that really inappropriate line that you wouldn't get away with now when Freddie chases right. her and says, "Oh, I like dark meat," and you're just like, "Whoa, <laughs> you wouldn't get away with that now." No, never, there's something else never. that she says, yeah. which you probably wouldn't get away with in a casual horror movie now either. And it's not that old, is it? When you look at no, it, it's not. It's mm-hmm. like 15, 20 yeah. years max. Yeah. I did like the very end scene of it, though. The promise that it wasn't really over, even though it is. Cause <laughs> well, they, they couldn't have one beat the other, really, could they? Because you can imagine the two franchises going, no, our guy's got to win. Yeah. No, our guy's got to win. Mm. I know. Yeah. There we go. I mean, I liked it. So. it. It was very watchable. It was two of the greatest horror villains in the same film. Okay. Yes. Winner, winner. It's just a shame about all the kids, isn't it? Yeah. That's the problem. Mm. Okay. As always. You got any more then, or not? No, I'm done, mate. You fucked it, yeah? yeah <laughs> Paul, it. you got any more? Uh, yeah, I've got two more. Good. Go for it. Go uh, i got Hot Shots Part Deux. Right. It's where um, they're, they're going down the river, and Charlie Sheen is, is in his inner monologue. Yeah. And then the other side, suddenly the apocalypse now inner monologue starts coming in, and Charlie Sheen and Martin Sheen cross each other in the river and say, I loved you on Wall Street. That's good. Fantastic. I forgot about that one. That is a great scene. <laughs> that is fantastic good. scene. You got any more, Ben? Uh, I got one more, oh. and it's the end of. It's not really a spoiler, but it's the very last scene of the film Split. And mm. I guess you boys all know. Uh, the first time I watched it, I don't believe I knew. So you watched it, this entire movie with James McAvoy as this split personality killer, and at the end, there's a hint that he's also slightly supernatural. And then he has a monologue in front of the mirror and then the title card comes up split and the credits are just about to run. And instead they cut to this television screen in a diner talking about Kevin Crumb, this serial killer who they've nicknamed whatever split or something like that. And, and it pans over to a woman in a diner who says, what was that other guy 15 years ago that they gave a nickname to? What was his name? And then it's just cuts to Bruce Willis at the diner counter going, Mr. Glass. And then you're like, what the fuck? This is setting up for another Unbreakable film. And then we got Glass, which is amazing. Yeah. I mean, I, I've got to be honest, Unbreakable, I really liked. Glass was uh, shit. I thought Glass was shit. Yeah. It was you're shit. all wrong. You're all wrong. It was shit. Glass. Everyone says that. <laughs> Glass was really fucking good. Shit. Massively underrated. Look, oh, okay. I can edit all this, but you've heard my editing. <laughs> I'm going to sweep that out. I mean, I didn't like Split, really. I've got to be honest, I didn't really no, like it. No, Split's that. the weakest of the yeah. three. I, yeah. I, I didn't like it on a rewatch. First time I watched it, I really liked it. Mm. I think there's a big petition at the moment to get it taken off Netflix as well, aren't there? Is it? Mm. Okay. People have suddenly really? got offended at it. Right. Well, mental health, mm. trailer, mental health. Yeah. Jeez. Mm. Oh, there's a lot that could get cancelled if, if you went oh, that route. Oh, it's dangerous, dangerous little ground, that. Yeah. Michael Myers is gone, if you're going to do that. Yeah. You can't send him to Smith's Grove Sanitarium. Very true. Mm. Even if he did kill his sister. <laughs> <laughs> um, of my last one, it's just a, a, a film again, but it is Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah. And um, I think that, uh, I don't know if you like that one, boys, Jessica Rabbit. It's uh, been a long it? time. Yeah, is it? a long time. Probably more uh, my era, mm. I would have thought. But it's uh, the only time Mickey Mouse and Bugs Bunny are ever in film. And uh, it was Warner Brothers, oh, wasn't it? And Disney. Yeah. Warner Brothers and Disney were in competition, but they allowed their characters in the same scenes for sort of the first time ever. I'm not quite sure that that that, uh, that sort of Imagine how much that magnitude. Cost. Yeah, I know. Jesus. Yeah. It's good. I mean, that would certainly take a bit of negotiation, wouldn't it? Yeah. For sure. That so, That's a nice little cinematic gem that you dropped in with your one. What the uh, the what the the thing? Yeah, that, that's Mickey a Mouse, significant huh? cinematic event. It was, yeah, it was, it was. It was. I remember. 
Well, it happened in my my youth. Your youth. Well, you never used to get it, did you? you no. Never used to get these crossovers and all that, and uh, it's a lot. They're all behind paywalls and that now. Aren't Do you think they? it's so, more amazing yeah. now than it was back then, though? Probably, yeah. You look it's back at it now and you think, Jesus, how did they ever do that? Yeah, at the time, yeah. At the time, you probably didn't even notice it. But there was a multitude of characters in there, mate. There is. Definitely. Was, yeah. um, so who's got any more? Did you say Paul? You got another I got one? one more. Okay, go yeah. on. Uh, this is Jane Silent Bob's Strike Back. It's when they go on the, the movie set of Scream and Wes Craven's there counting his money and the Scream Killer is actually the orangutan that they've been taking around. It's a very, very cool scene. And, and then they also... When, what's the scream that they appear in? Jane's like appearing in the scream screen as well. Three, scream three. Scream three. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's almost like a crossover on a crossover. Love Giant Silent Bob. <laughs> you do, yeah. yeah. You use that clip when we was on when we was on WTM for that. Yeah, I love. I can't stand them. Can't you? No. Oh really? I think they're fucking awful. I do think they're excellent. I do. I really do like them. I don't also sure on the remake, but the original. No rubbish. Yeah. Okay then. So, uh, what? Uh, what's the second part of the question I wrote? <laughs> we want what two crossovers would you like to see happen? Did I say two? Yeah. Because I've only done one. Well, you've done three movie crossovers <laughs> and two you'd like to see happen. <laughs> we all we all saw it, Steve. <laughs> this is your question. Yeah, I, I literally know. copied and pasted what you sent me. Right. I mean, I've done one. Right. So, uh, you want to go first? Yeah. Why not, mate? Okay. I've got Spider Man. Yeah. Meets arachnophobia. Oh. And then we Not. get John Goodman back as the pesk thing, and he's chasing down Spider Man. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Thank you very much. That's a Spider Man film I can get behind. <laughs> Definitely. But John Goodman. Oh, he was great. <laughs> Spider Man arachnophobia. Fuck me. Paul, what you got? Is Paul getting darker and darker there? It is. is I'm, it? I'm, just, I'm sitting <laughs> behind a, a curtained wall, is and then that, there's just no light in the room. I should turn what, the light on, really. Is that Dude. what he normally does? Disappears. <laughs> <laughs> Got a scene from The Conjuring or one of them little special webcam ones, isn't it? Oh, it's like that episode of The Simpsons where it disappears into the bush, you know, it <laughs> goes backwards. So, uh, <laughs> excellent. Sorry, Paul, go on. Uh, speaking of Freddy Krueger, um, I want to see a crossover between Nightmare on Elm Street versus Inception. Ooh. So, like, the two dream mm. experts battling it out. Maybe the job is like Inception Freddy Krueger or something. But I, I can get behind that as yeah. a crossover. Well, it's going to get interesting in a minute, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Probably a bit, get a bit confusing. You'd be all right, Mark, because you yeah. get tenant, don't you? Funny you should say all this, mate. You keep setting yourself up. <laughs> Did you get tenant? Any Nobody you gets tenant. No, Mark you think tenet. you've got it. Peace, you think peace. you've got it, Mark. You ain't got it. Mark, That's got simple. Mark got tenet. What you got then, Ben? <laughs> Uh, I'll go with horror as well. I had to do a Michael Myers crossover, and I thought, who would I really want to see him crossover with in a film? And I want to see him in the Pinhead universe because... All Jason, Freddy, all of these people, when Michael comes up against him, Michael just doesn't die. None of them die, but Michael up against him is going to be underwhelming. So what you need are the harbingers from hell, the literal harbingers from hell who rip people open, torture their souls to go up against Michael Myers, the man who can't die, the man with no soul. I think that could be really fucking dark. If they made that film, that could be incredibly dark, and I would pay good money to see that. could be as dark as Paul's web. Blue Mouse might get old of it, right? <laughs> Good. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. A24. Yeah. Maybe they could do something yeah. with that. Blue Mouse would fuck it up, wouldn't yeah, they? Yeah, that old question, but they're the ones crazy enough to do it. Yeah, they are. Yeah, I could see that. Hopefully. See that. Hopefully. Yeah. My one, I've stayed in horror. Um, I want to see the, the main four. I want to see Jason, Freddy, Leatherface, and Michael. Okay. Right. But I want to oh, do a, Royal Rumble. Do a, I do, yeah. Like a battle to battle to the end. But what I want to do is a series with four different endings, four different people winning, so that when you go to the cinema, you don't know what ending you're going to see. 
encouraging oh, people to come good. back. You know what I mean? Because you, yeah, same as the other one. You're never going to get someone agree that yeah. their guy's going to lose. So if they all win at some point, yeah, and you can yeah. go to the cinema to watch all four, four times the revenue as well. You can sell all the Blu-rays. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you, you don't know what one you're going to get, yeah. <laughs> not no alternate endings. Yeah. Just sell four different ones. Yeah, yeah see. Thinking of Not the money. Not a bad idea, that, mate. The money. Thanks, mate. Do a little choose-your-own-adventure Yeah, who said that? Version. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought it was our camera that weren't working. But. <laughs> Go on then, mate. You've done two. I've only got yeah, one. Yeah, well, I've got Inception as well. Right. But I've got it with the Matrix. Because, <laughs> A, I want to see someone try and write that shit. <laughs> and, B, I want to see you try and get it. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't, I don't think I got the, the last Matrix film properly neither. But I don't think it was very good. Do you think they could make a comprehensible Matrix versus Inception? I don't think they can make a comprehensible. <laughs> I can't even say it. Matrix film. I mean, did you like the last Matrix, guys? I did not. Huh? I did. You did. Well, I did, but a... I'm not the most. I'm not the biggest Matrix fan. Anyway, funnily enough, like Paul likes the Matrix. My wife it. likes the Matrix. And neither of them like the more recent one. Oh. But I wasn't that hot on it and I thought it was great. So maybe it's better if you're not a big fan. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like it. Mm. Go on then, Paul. This this was supposed to happen a, a while ago, but this is a Quentin Tarantino universe movie. Like they're supposed to do a, a Vega Brothers film, but I think it's oh, a yeah. too late to do that now. But yeah. I'd like to see one where all the films are like crossing over. But I want the main protagonist or antagonist to be Mr. Pink. And his life after the heist out of the warehouse. Mm. And he was actually hiding out in the bar dressed as Buddy Holly before he got caught. And then it's just him just meeting all the characters after that. I think it'd be quite fun. I mean, that sounds fucking brilliant, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, imagine if he just come up and done that. Like put all of his characters and all that in, in like one film. His last and, film. And tied, tied them all together. In, in different scenes and that. That would be brilliant. Wouldn't it? Maybe he ain't yeah. thought of it. Send it to him. Maybe he ain't thought of I'm it. I'm sure he'll listen. <laughs> Do it. Yeah, yeah. He's a subscriber, eh? <laughs> Just write him a note. Just write yeah. him a little card with it on. So. Well, no, because if I was going to send it, I'd send it as my idea. Because oh. I'm pulled yeah. it. <laughs> would, you like to, would you like to see Quentin Tarantino do a horror film? I, I know that I would. Yes. Yeah, that gr that Grindhouse one, that Death Proof was uh, just so underwhelming. He needs to do a proper horror film. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I'd, um, Perhaps the Battle Royale. Yeah, I didn't mind Death, Death Proof, but then, like I said, I think that's because I saw it at the Man's Chinese Theatre in, in Los Angeles um, as part of Grindhouse and sat through the whole thing. And, um, yeah, I, so I didn't mind it, I don't think. I think it's just like that nostalgia thing for me. I'd love yeah. to see him do a horror film. Mm. Or a Star Trek mm. film, he could do one of them, couldn't he? No. no. Leave the Star Trek, do the horror. Okay. Yeah, do the horror. Um, who's next? Uh, I ain't got no more. Who's, was it your go, Ben, is it? I've got one, yeah. Go on so this, is, this one's a bit silly, but I'd still love to see it. Home Alone, original, Harry and Marv go to break into a house, but instead of a kid, they find Chucky waiting oh. for them. <laughs> Chucky versus Harry and Marv. Joe Pesci can be X-rated in it, so it's an 18-rated version. Sold. Down for that. Sold. You want to see that? Yeah. Of course you want to see that. Yeah, yeah. Who yeah. don't want to see that? <laughs> well, yeah, well, fucking hell, it'd be good, wouldn't it? Which uh, I mean, I'd... after seeing Joe Pesci and the Irishman... I better do it quick. <laughs> um, could we? Have, could we have the kid in it getting? Uh, could we have the the kid from the latest Home Alone? He was already in the house, and Chucky's already murdered him. Oh, yes, yes, please. Yeah, okay. yep. that's go. how you yeah. do it. Yeah. I'm sold, mate. I'm in. <laughs> yeah, because he certainly does need kidding after doing that one. So, and I don't <laughs> no. mean. I, don't, I mean his his career. I don't mean yeah. like physically. Um, I've forgotten where we are. Have you got more? No, what? I'm done, Is mate. It? Is it? Have you got more, boys? Or no. Do we done? Are do we you done? answer the actual question where it asks for three and then two? <laughs> Did I write yeah. that? Yes, mate. I copied and pasted Did your I write one. That? Yeah. 
blinding okay yeah. well that's good good <laughs> i'm glad so uh so yeah i enjoyed that boys i've certainly yeah, some ideas there certainly some ideas all right mm. you are you ready I, I think we're ready i mean people are, are hanging on this aren't they you've done a poll <laughs> as well didn't you <laughs> today there's uh, people like not knowing what we're doing they all know what we're doing <laughs> I don't think they I was that excited about it. So on to the reason we've got these lovely lads here. We saw a film. We did, mate. We saw a film. It's currently 6.5 out of 10 on IMDb. It's a 15, 1 hour, 53 minutes. Build as an action-adventure thriller. With a synopsis of a botched mid-air heist results in suitcases full of cash being searched for by various groups throughout the Rocky Mountains. $70 million budget grossing $255 million. This is directed by Rennie Harlin, starring Sylvester Stallone, John Lithgow, Michael Rooker, Janine Turner, Leon Robinson, Paul Winfield, Ralph Waite and Craig Fairbrass. This is 1993's Cliffhanger. <laughs> See if you can hear the edit. Please, please I don't want to die. You're not going to die. Don't let me fall. <laughs> <laughs> Emergency call. Five climbers just ran off Combe Bluff. I haven't climbed in months. You just lose the feel. Maybe you mean the nerve. Where's the helicopter? What the hell's going on? What are your names? Tucker and Walker. Well, Tucker and Walker, we're missing three bags. What's in them? None of your fucking business. Fudge! And there we go. Did you you put an edit in there? Did you? Well, it got a bit boring. It was like a minute and a half. There's a lot of stuff in the middle, so I just like hacked a lump out and stuck it together. Not bad, mate. Yeah? Not bad. So listen, guys. I think that everyone's going to want to know. We obviously invited you on. We said you can choose any film in the whole world, the whole universe of films. You came back to us. Why did you choose this one? Well, we are currently on the podcast covering 1993. And we knew we'd be talking about 1993, films from 1993 by the time we came on to be with you guys. So uh, we had a look at films from around about that time, things that we probably weren't going to cover on ours, that, but that we wanted to see. And for me, anyway, it was a blind spot. I'd never seen it before. Had you seen it before, Paul? Never seen it, no. Total blind spot for both of us. Mm. Uh, so what, what better way to experience it than to watch it for the first time and come and talk about it with you guys? Right. Is that because you weren't alive when it first came out? I was very much alive, but right. I was not of age to be going to see it in the cinema. Right. I was seven. Right. I was, yeah, I was seven. three years old. Right. <laughs> That's funny why you've passed you by then. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I was old enough to see it in cinema. Right. Yeah, I was. So just uh, Did yeah. you see it in cinema? <laughs> um, I can't remember. Uh, I don't think so. No. I think I was too busy going to uh, warehouses and dancing for quite a lot of the night um, than <laughs> yeah. I was actually going to the cinema. So uh, I might have gone. I just probably won't remember. So can anyone do a, a good impression of Sylvester Stallone? No. Uh, you could tr do your impression. Go on. No. Go on. Just do I it. I can't even think of a catchphrase he did. Go on. No. Go on. No. Go on. He's going. <laughs> there you go. Can yeah. you beat that, boys? Go on, Paul. Uh, where's, where's our movie drone? <laughs> like that. <laughs> I don't feel so bad. Not even catchphrase. <laughs> I think I've done all right. <laughs> Sorry to put you on the spot. Just to liven the mood before we got going. So, uh, okay then, boys. So, um, who's going to go first then? Mark, you normally go first. So, just a quick one. What did you think of 1993's Cliffhanger? Well, let me just set the scene for you, right? So, we're sitting down to watch this. This is a Mrs. first time watch. She's a young one as well. And I sat there and I was like, I did this on VHS. Special silver edition, I had it. 
I was like, it's been at least 15 years since I've seen it. Then I did my maths and realised it was over 25 years since I last watched it. <laughs> Fuck, I'm old. But my biggest thought on this film, mate, overall, is that is how you start a film. Fucking awesome start to a film. Okay. And then we'll go on to see what happens after. Um, yeah, you're opening, opening uh, Gambit then, boys. Um, what did you think of 1993's Cliffhanger? So I think it has some great moments in it. I mean, like the as you say, the the opening with the the fall, that is toe curling stuff. And there's like the being impaled by stalactite. That's fun. Like sledging down on a human. Sly does. <laughs> Wonderful. I thought there were some great bits in it, but overall, it was fine. And that is just kind of my impression. I, I don't think the setting was the best place. I think it was a little bit boring. The action wasn't the greatest. But I had a fine time. Okay. Ben? Yeah. <laughs> Likewise. <laughs> but basically... Good choice, I think, chaps. Good choice. <laughs> I think the best thing about it is absolutely the opening, and that's the problem. It sets the bar so fucking high because I'm with it. Those opening 10 minutes, I'm like, you've got me. And the biggest problem is they took a massive misstep. There is a much, much better story that they could have done here, and it was all set up in those first 10 minutes. All they needed to do was make Michael Rooker's character the antagonist. You set it up like that, make it a massive rivalry. Michael Rooker is distraught by the death of his girlfriend. Sly, blame Sly for letting her drop. You make that the film, like for, create a, a contrived situation for them to have to meet again on a mountain a year later. And Michael Rooker is now twisted by it. He's a bad guy. You've got a really interesting story. The trouble is, John Lithgow and his band of merry men, they're just not compelling enough villains. I'm not. I'm not scared by them. I'm not, they don't ever seem like villains that are going to beat Sly. So it all falls a little bit flat. Some good action bits, but they went with the wrong fucking story. I was so convinced it was going to be Michael Rooker taking his revenge on Sly. And they wasted that. I mean, it's weird that you say that because I've seen it and I've seen it more than once. And I actually thought it was Michael Rooker. <laughs> and I was really surprised when it wasn't. And I thought, it, I must have been watching a uh, thought about a different film. But yeah, after that first opening, and then it sort of like panned and we saw them, the sort of FBI people or whatever and transporting the money. I actually thought Michael Rooker was the antagonist. So yeah, yeah. Um, somewhere along the lines, I reckon that, that film, it's been changed, hasn't it? I'm sure I saw that film when I was younger. Ultimately, it meant that the opening didn't really have any part of the film did it it didn't affect the storyline in any real way did it no apart from michael rooker being annoyed at him throughout and i was like is it did he really do something he was trying to save her yeah mm. so like <laughs> yeah. the best so like that that really sort of super stressful opening and then it uh, it literally had no bearing on the rest of the story well it does mean now ben and paul both get the reference in ace ventura when nature calls what? so they can watch that with it's a little true. monkey and go <laughs> i know where that's referencing now <laughs> Like, I learned something. Shitty <laughs> We should have done that one, lads. <laughs> so, what about the look of it, though? I mean, I, everyone knows I love a climbing film. Mm. Um, I'm not so sure on Sly's technique. I'm not so sure that he wouldn't have died. He can oof himself up, though, can't he? I know there was they had a proper rock, rock climbers up there, mm. but when he was like pulling himself up, he's a big unit to woof around. Yeah. I mean, I just dangle if I try and pull myself anywhere. <laughs> it's sort of dangle like a. <laughs> Oh, it's a cool one. I can't get anywhere. He just oofs himself. <laughs> so, Paul, what do you think of the look of it? So, the setting, really, I found was quite boring. Apart from, apart from the end of the, do you know the bridge scene 
where they go under the ice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought that was a wonderful scene. That whole segment there was wonderful. Apart from that, I, I wasn't really taken away with any of the, the visuals of the big cliffs and everything. It was just samey, samey, samey. I mean, it is quite a huge area, isn't it, for them all to be within probably three hours climbing of each mm. other. Because no matter where they yeah. got done, they was all within three hours of each other. Yeah, I mean, mm. fucking great landscape. And they're like, oh, yeah, we just walked there and we'll run into them. <laughs> I mean, you know what? Mate. I think I personally, that was one of the things that I did like about it because it made it that bit more interesting. Because if it was like just these bad guys in a city or whatever, some generic backdrop, there would have been nothing. It would have been even duller. But the fact that they were on the mountain, you've got not only the bad guys, but you've also got everything that comes with being on the mountain, the risk of falling over avalanches, fucking falling under the ice, all of that risk going alongside it. So it it at least made some of those quite tame action set pieces more interesting to look at because you've got it against the snow. And he was he was pretty good with his um, climbing skills. He looked very convincing. Um, and it made me think, actually, because I've only really started getting into Stallone in the last year, year and a half, I would say. I didn't really watch his stuff for a very, very long time. I was always a big Arnie head. But it made me think, do you know what? I don't think Arnie could have done this film. I think Stallone could do a lot of Arnie films, but I don't feel like Arnie could have done this film. Arnie's too big. He would n- you would not be able to suspend your belief enough to put Arnie in this film. So having Stallone in that in that role really works for me. I, th- I feel like there is he has got a little bit of charisma as an actor. I don't think he's just this meathead. I mean, I actually thought it was one of his worst acting performances. I've got it's one of my favourite Stallone films. I know, I'm not saying it's a bad yeah. film. Yeah. I'm saying there was a scene, I think it was when he first came back and he ended up on like the, the clifftop with Michael Rooker. And they had an argument. That was when they had their argument. And I I can hardly understand what he was saying. I thought the acting was absolutely atrocious. And I'm not saying that I don't like his films, Mm. but I thought... I mean, he's not renowned for his acting ability, but I thought this was one of his worst acting performances. He couldn't act driving and talking, could he? (laughs) Because I was like, well, can someone just look at the road? Just for a sec. Someone just check, because they're just driving down this icy road, chatting away. No one's looking forward. No. What do you think about his performance, Paul? Uh, so it doesn't help that we've just come off the back of doing a, an episode on Copland, where he this is probably the best performance yeah. I've ever seen him do, and this just did not match up to that at all. And I don't think there was there was there wasn't much for him to act apart from diving out of the way of bullets and everything. There wasn't much to do for him. So no. I don't think he was that good. He did have that one scene with Michael Rooker, and I thought he fucked it. I've, I've got to be honest, I didn't think he was I, I like this one well. back at the ranch when they was like he was saying, I've got to go now, and he sort of come back and you had that bit of tension between them. Well, that was quite a good scene. Oh, okay. Ben has got me good. thinking now, though, and he's really irritated. I can't get it out of my head, out of my head Ben. It's your fault. Is Stallone playing Arnie roles? I don't want to see Stallone do Kindergarten Cop now. That's, a question. That's exactly what I was thinking. I think Stallone could do Kindergarten Cop. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. There's a question. But Arnie, in there, Arnie could not do Arnie could not do Rocky. Arnie would be the Dolph Lundgren character. He'd yeah. be Rocky Four, and that's it. And Al, they have their own. They have their own niches. That's what is kind of still fascinating about this film is, despite the things that are kind of a little bit <laughs> disappointing about it, there's more to this for someone who can bring a little 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 bit more charisma to the character. Arnie in this film, well, it's just got to be balls to the wall, action, catchphrases, campy nonsense. This wasn't campy enough as a film to have Arnie. So you needed an actor who could be a 
little bit of a meathead, but at the same same time be a believable character. And he was that for me, in as much as any of the characters were. I didn't think he was any worse or or um, better than any of the others, you know? Did, did you like Michael Rooker? Did you like his performance in this? I prefer him in Days of Thunder. Do you? Is that your favourite, Michael mm. Rooker? What about you guys? Michael Rooker performance is favourite. Guardians of the Galaxy. Is it? Mine's Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. Okay. Oh, fuck. I forgot he was... That's him. Yeah. yeah I need to yeah. see that. Yeah. Have you not seen it? No, I mean, uh, I've I don't always been meaning to. Do you? I don't know if it's, if it's aged well. What about you, Ben? Did you like him in this anyway? Did everyone like Michael Rooker in this? Yeah. I liked him. Yeah. yeah. I, I liked him in this. I do agree with Ben. I think they could have done more with his character. Yeah. Because they, oh, they, they, they had set him up as this sort of vengeful person that didn't really get chance for any revenge. Mm. It shouldn't have been. That is, that is the film. that so, We are robbed of the great film that this could have been. They set it up with that moment. It, when she drops, it locks onto his face. He's devastated. And the closing shot of that opening scene isn't on Stallone or anyone else. It's on Rooker's face mm. as he looks. He's like grief stricken. And then he looks at Stallone and he's furious and then ends. So you're like, right, okay, here's your bad guy then. Fantastic. And then you just waste him. You just get him. He, he just tags along with all the bad guys the whole time. It's probably why you thought he was the bad guy, Steve, because he's, yeah, he's then stuck with them for the rest of the film. Yeah, maybe. Um, I mean, you mentioned John Lithgow. You didn't like him. Um, I, I mean, I didn't mind him. Do you know who was supposed to play that role? Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, was yeah. a, he was a rush addition in, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't mind uh, John Lithgow. Uh, I, I didn't no. mind him in this. I thought, yeah. I mean, he didn't have a lot to do. He, he, he was obviously just playing it as a uh, cold. He didn't seem overly evil, but he was uh, just basically cold. I liked it when he shot his missus in the head. Yeah, it was a good one. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was good. The trouble is, me and Paul love Lithgow for another reason. His yeah. most mm. iconic role. Bird Rocks on the Sun? <laughs> nope. Oh, I couldn't. Dexter. Pass- is it? I've never seen it. The Trinity Killer. He was Trinity wonderful. Killer. So good. Really? Was he? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Chilling. Okay. Absolutely brilliant. So comparing this to that is he's nothing. He right. just sounds like he just reminds me of him being Churchill. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't you... even realise he was doing a British accent until about halfway through, and I was like, <laughs> "Is this meant to be British? Is it? Is this what you think?" So you would you have preferred Christopher Walken then? Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah I think so. Obviously, mm-hmm. obviously, without being harsh to John Lithgow, he was second best, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, only because Christopher Walken dropped out. I was like, "Oh, you'll do." Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, what about all the other performances? Who else? I mean, Leon. Huh? Only other film I can remember Leon. seeing Leon in. Right. Um, and I actually thought the first half of this, he was a shit villain. Yeah. Then he got his chance in the fight. I think if they could have brought his character forward quicker, he'd have been much better. Right. Um, yeah, but I true. thought he was actually quite a nasty bit of work. Okay. Craig Fairbrass. <laughs> Who was he shagging to get his role? <laughs> well, I've got, I'll actually, listen, I've got a bit. Of, I've got a bit of knowledge on this. Go on. I've got a little bit of knowledge. So I've been, I've been listening to the Lenny McLean yeah. autobiography, the Governor. Um, it's a book I've read, probably one of the only ones. But I've been listening to the audio book, and uh, Craig Fairbrass was actually supposed to be playing Lenny McLean in a film at the time. The script was given to Sylvester Stallone um, when he was in LA, and he read it. And then through this Lenny McLean thing, he met Craig Fairbrass and invited Craig Fairbrass over to do this. Blimey. Really? There you go. Mm. So that's how he got it. So, uh, he definitely so, yeah. didn't get in on merit, that's for sure. No. no. <laughs> fact, I like Craig Fairbrass. I think he's turning out some of these throwaway films. I actually think his performances are pretty scary and he's pretty good. Yeah. This was not one of them. Okay. No. The, the football no. monologue. Oh, my oh, God. Cringe. 
were yeah, pretty terrible. bad. I mean, it was early. This was early. Yeah. 1993 was quite early, mm. wasn't it, for Craig Fairbrass? But uh, but he was just starting out. It was literally yeah, yeah, no, his, one of his first roles was going to be this Lenny McClane really? thing. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he's, he's, it's just I mean, the most unlikely group of bad guys to be together, though. With, with half British, yeah. like you've got two posh British, then you've got Cockney geezer football thug and Leon. <laughs> I mean, you got and, the, F- the FBI, FBI agent as well, who like I don't know what they was doing with his character because he was always going to get shot. He was, although he always seemed to think he had the other hand. Once they yeah. got the money, of course they're going to do him away. Of course they're going to mm. kill you. Yeah, he, yeah there, exactly. there was no little clever trick he had. No, and just just left some holes. They, and they almost tried to make him out to be the big bad alongside. Um, John Lithgow at the end. It's like you've been nothing this whole time, and now you're just going after Sly. Like you're somebody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, um, they had a, a couple, few sad deaths, didn't they? they oh, the missus uh, was Ra- very upset Ralph about one White. of them. Was it Ralph White? Um, what, Frank? Yeah. yeah. Frank, oh, yeah. Sad. Yeah. 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 I mean, he, but, he, he, it started something out of a, um, like one of your Lassie films. It was, it wasn't, it? wasn't it? <laughs> it was. He reminded me of um, The Night They Saved Christmas or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And he was, had that nice music over him. And then he just got shot to shit. And she was like, oh. She was genuinely upset. They shot him a few times, really. Didn't yeah. They? Have that. But I was like, can you pass me the chocolate? And she went to that. <laughs> so what do you what, go on. Tell her to watch it again, though. And she might not feel so bad on a rewatch. Because if you watch that opening scene, watch his face while um, the, the one, whoever it is who drops and dies, Watch his face while she's struggling. Everyone's having the worst time of their life. And I swear to God, he must be in another film because he's <laughs> gripping the rope and he has got this biggest smile on his face through it all. <laughs> right. And it's manic. Because he, because he uh, compromised the clip. <laughs> he's going, yeah. I think, he, I honestly blame. think that he thinks he's in a different film. I think he thinks he's in one of these like fluffy ones um, from the 50s. <laughs> I think he's still in there. I don't know where he is, does he? Fucking, uh, he's acting completely different. Um, sneak peek audiences yeah. um, saw a scene where, you know, the rabbit mm-hmm. in the first oh, one? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. They had to change it, didn't they? Because yeah. uh, the rabbit got shot. Yeah. Oh, rabbit. Uh, when they were shooting the uh, the uh, when he sees the rabbit and he's shooting a gun at it and he thinks it's mm. someone but it was a rabbit apparently the rabbit got that. rabbit got shot Sylvester Stallone spent a hundred thousand dollars of his own money change mm. rewriting the scene and reshooting it um, he gave up some money on this film and all because yeah, yeah. they had the uh, the film apparently it's, I don't know if it still is whether it's been a surpass now but it's in the Guinness Book of Records for the costliest aerial stunt ever performed. And it was Is where it? they, do you know where they got the cable going from both planes? They basically paid the stuntman a million dollars to do that with no trick photography or safety devices. And the insurance company just insured to uh, refuse to insure him. So Sylvester nice. Sloan just went, well, that's all right. I'll take less money and you give it to him for doing it. So he actually did that. Without he actually any did it. Um, it was filmed out. in the US apparently because it was illegal to do in the Euro- in Europe. Yeah, terrific. <laughs> um, but he actually couldn't get inside the second plane. But yeah. they edited it so he could look like he was. But yeah, he's a million quid, mate. You're probably gonna die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It looks probably gonna die from shit film. It did. I mean, <laughs> you you've got the effects where they start climbing up the mountain and then they're basically standing next to polystyrene mountains. Yeah. Well, I, oh, yeah. I, I yeah. thought the stunts were the best thing. I did. They were, but also they, they invested so much money in the stunts, it took the money away from the actual scenes when they was like, you could almost hear the polystyrene creaking when they was walking on some of them. <laughs> yeah. 
I've got, I mean, I've got to be honest, mate. In early 1990s audiences, yeah, they, they would have loved this. Love this. We weren't about the acting yeah. then, mate. Yeah, I it suppose. It was like the I'm... age of the, the action hero, wasn't it? Yeah. We weren't looking for polystyrine mountains and that. No, because we I was just... on VHS using the tracking button mm. to get rid of all of the... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There yeah. is, if you... right watch Again, watch that opening scene. It happens a few other times, but in that opening scene, it's really noticeable. When they're just standing on the top of the mountain and you've got the backdrop, the sky behind them with the clouds and everything... There's a fucking crease in the in the backdrop. It's like it's just fabric, convincing fabric, but you've got that crease that you haven't ironed out. It's ruined the illusion. Is there? Several oh, times. Yeah. I'm so rewatching this. I must have watched it in the see. same mindset of like 1990s. I must have switched off when I watched it because I certainly didn't see any of that. Oh, yeah. I need to rewatch it for that. I need to have one of my fun watches where I just watch it to find fault with it. Yeah. yeah, but the stunts, I thought the stunts were good. Base jumping and everything. You're paying got. someone a million quid, they're going to be good, mate. Yeah, but I mean, they had base jumping and that. It weren't a massive thing then, was it? No. As it is now. And uh, and yeah, that, I, th- I, I thought it was all about the stunts. What do you think of them two characters that did all of that? Do you think they were really irritating and. Fucking hated them yeah. so much. I mean, hated I, them. I think a lot of the people who do snowboarding and, and base jumping are a bit like that anyway, mate. But was there any, any real reason for them to be in it? I know they sort of got. Frank, the details, so he went looking and got himself killed. Yeah. But they didn't really add anything, did they? They was just a little irritant. I suppose. Yeah. I mean, one got Cannon shot, fodder. which is good. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Cannon fodder, yeah, body count, I suppose. Mm. I was glad at least one of them bought it early on. I thought, oh, they're going to make it to the end. So when, when he caught all those bullets, I was like, you fucking deserve that. Didn't they both die? Well, I'm, did they? Because it looked like the the wolf may maybe attacked the other one, and he looked dead hanging. Uh, no, Frank got him away, and yeah, they said he was so. in a serious condition in hospital. Oh, okay. Yeah, good. So I'll take that serious condition in hospital. <laughs> yeah, that makes that makes me. <laughs> About the plane scene when they're just casually shooting each other in the plane. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. fucking brilliant! Like the agents there, just let's just shoot the shit out of the plane. Nothing, no problem. No at respect all. for aerodynamics. It's not, yeah, no problem shooting in a plane. <laughs> See that that plane scene. That's a typical example of what was wrong with this film. Is like you have got a great set piece here, you've made it run too long to the point where I lose my interest. It that felt like it ran for about fifteen minutes. Really? It probably didn't. It was probably about five six minutes. Oh, I thought that the whole straight. film had decent pace here. Actually, I've I've actually oh. got that he didn't have any padding and had enough substance. And if anything, I thought they rushed certain scenes. Oh, I don't know. Mm, I did feel the length. This one. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, see, I don't often feel like 90 that. minutes in and out on this would have really improved it for me. Yeah. How long was it? Nearly two hours. An hour and 53 minutes, Steve. Yeah. yeah. I, th- yeah. I, thought, I thought it ran a bit long. Did you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was quite happy. Yeah. He was doing his football monologue for about four minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was worst. pretty bad, wasn't it? That was <laughs> the worst part. <laughs> you just let there trying to watch Michael Rooker just thinking, when are you going to go for the knife? We all know <laughs> yes, you're going for yeah. the knife. <laughs> I mean, I was just surprised that they did a football thing. I, I don't think it was like massively big, was it, in America? I think this would have opened in America. Well, before. actually, this was 93, wasn't it? Yeah. And when did the World Cup go to the US? It was 94. So maybe they were prepping for that. Maybe. I mean, in a, really, in a really bad way. In a really bad way, yeah. Let's promote the 94 World Cup by having this guy <laughs> talking football references at the top of a mountain in a slice the loan film i mean it wasn't written well and it wasn't before i think the whole city yeah i don't think we can blame completely craig fairbrass on it no, i think no, no, it was written poorly that bit as well there was just that whole scene yeah just could have been if he'd have just turned around and went no look let's settle this man to man right i'll chuck my gun down we'll have a punch up and then he gets stabbed up yeah. why are you putting a football 
thing, isn't it? Yeah, it's clearly yeah. because of the, the World Cup. No? It's clearly shit. <laughs> you don't need to get football. I would logo. prefer if he actually just said football and didn't say soccer. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the thing. That's where it's gone wrong, isn't it? Yeah. Like yeah. British people saying candy. Yeah, English person wouldn't have said soccer. No, no, no. Yeah, that was disappointing. But the, not all the writing was terrible because there, were, there weren't loads of great lines in this, but I laughed really hard at one of what, the exchange between Lifgau and Stallone at the end where John Lifgau's coming up in the in the helicopter and he, he says, uh, you know, I must admit you're a real piece of work. And Stallone says, I must admit you're a real piece of shit. <laughs> Easy line. <laughs> Brilliant. You got Good. me. I was like, yeah, I'm cheering for you. I'm back on your side now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that that whole uh, that whole end scene with the with the uh, with the helicopter and that. Oh, mate, that the great. one place you you've just tied helicopter to the stairs. Probably don't go on them. Agreed. I, you know? Yes. Yeah. Go I mean, the other side of the cliff or run the other way. <laughs> the one thing that I will say about the stunts is the use of dummies was uh, was was <laughs> duct tape that arm on there and just let him flick around on the bar. And when they were falling, I mean, I liked it. Yeah. I, I did like it. I, I It clearly wasn't um, realistic, but I did actually like that. I yeah. thought that was funny. I do love it when they do try and do something like that. Um, I think you can watch, because of so much CGI now, when you watch these, you can actually see it as a set, can't you? Yeah. And like when the helicopter's on the side of the thing, it almost looks like a theme park ride. Yeah. Yeah. But at least they had a go at doing a physical effect. Well, the thing is, I've never seen, I've, I have never really seen anyone falling from a mountain. I don't know if that's what they look like. <laughs> No, they might, they might be. Yeah. You know what I mean, it yeah. might be. So, there you go. But we're massive fans of practical effects ourselves as well. Mm. So, and like, we'll always give props to a film that goes practical. If they tried to do an update of this now, there'd be so much CGI. All the snow, there'd be avalanche CGIs all over the place. So many explosions. It would, it would be completely. There'd be nothing for you to engage with. That's kind of what was playing well for me in this is that because it did feel i know you said that like polystyrene snow and stuff like that it didn't actually feel like that for me all the while i did suspend my belief and felt like they really were on a mountain for the most part and yeah. it was i mean nowadays. from my understanding i think there was only one proper effect in this like visual effect and that was the bats um, oh, yeah. oh really of all things apparently they had the bats there or they was in the thing filming it but neither Stallone or the girl sorry I can't remember her name but neither of them wanted to be in the exit when the bats went so they had to sort of superimpose them into that bit so Stallone's a little bit scared of bats a little bit scared of bats yeah well he, he, he took uh, he took this film on partly to cure his um, fear of heights he had a fear of heights as well before. You know? I, th I thought you were going to say cure his fear of bats. That's like a very extravagant <laughs> way to do it. I don't think he knew he was scared of bats that he fucking was around them, to be honest. No. I don't, why do you need to cure your fear of heights? I think it's quite a natural thing, isn't yeah. it? Well, yeah, no, it's, no, it's, it's not like, yeah. It's not a fear of heights, is it? It's a fear of falling. Yeah. Yeah, right, yeah. Um, but you wouldn't be able to do it. You say about the, um, the this film again, if they remade it again, you wouldn't be able to do half these things, would you? No. You wouldn't be able to do no. the stunts and all that, like that. No. Not, not without no. harnesses and things. No. Nowadays. They just CGI them all out, can't you now? Exactly. It would exactly. just... I'm surprised no one died in making it. Because, I mean, the, the director, yeah. what did they say? The director, to demonstrate his faith in the safety equipment, the director put on a harness and flung himself on a cable over a cliff. God, that is old school, isn't it? Yeah. Medication. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like, and another one was during one climbing scene, Rennie Harling complained that the safety lines were visible, so the stuntman performed the climbing without any safety lines. Jesus Christ. And I, I mean, I know they do free climbing and all yeah. that, but you do generally have to be a good climber yeah. to do that. 
But uh, <laughs> I mean, I'd like to see him try it again, wouldn't you? There'd be a few. I, I mean, Tom Cruise would do it. Is is yeah. anyone else surprised that this is a standalone film? <laughs> well, oh, I mean, how can you sequelise this, really? There, I think if you look, well, in, people survived at the end, Ben. That's generally enough for them. If, oh God, they'll find yeah. some way. If you look at IMDb, yeah. there is talk that there was supposed to be a sequel. Okay, yeah, um, was it? it? Yeah, but it never got off the off the floor. Okay, it wasn't. I don't think I was set something different. I can't remember what it is. Said. It a it dam? Be, that's it. A dam. It's going to be a dam, se- maybe. Yeah, it's going to be okay. a sequel and a dam. What? So what? How'd you? How do you do cliffhanger on a dam, though? That's not a mountain. Fuck knows. <laughs> Apparently, he was taking on terrorists at Hoover Dam. It's like, why is he a sunless, like a, a, an agent? <laughs> <laughs> that's a different film entirely, though, isn't it? It's got Liam Neeson in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, it would be Liam Neeson nowadays. If this, if this was done now, it would be it straight would. to Amazon Prime, Liam Neeson, full CGI fest. Yeah, I'm, oh. I'm really annoyed because I quite liked some of the Liam Neeson films, but the recent ones have been really shit. Pretty bad, and they done. Well, he's yeah. just resigned himself to, to doing these straight to streaming films that are just cock. Yeah, keep the money bills. coming, isn't he? Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he's doing all right. Yeah. Mm. Anyone else got anything they want to say? Tell tell us what you really enjoyed about it. I can tell you what I really enjoyed. Go on. Him sliding down a hill, sitting on top of a man <laughs> while punching him in the face. <laughs> that was wonderful. That's the kind of stuff I come to action movies for. When he actually like, ground the side of his face out, and it was all like bloody. Yeah. It's like these these fun set pieces, like him him yeah. throwing throwing someone into a stalactite in a cave, like yeah. lifting him into the into the spike. Wonderful. That's the kind of stuff I want. The elaborate stuff. There should have been more of that mm. all the way through. If Absolutely. there'd been more of that to break up, there was a lot. To, it felt like there was a lot of just like strolling around, going. Let me find. Where's that tracker? Go and find that suitcase. It's like we've had this conversation five times. You've said that five times already. We're going to watch again. People just wandering around in the snow, like Stallone. I don't know. I haven't seen any of the Rambo films, so I can't compare. But it kind of felt like Stallone should have been picking them off one by one along the way. Mm. That would have been an interesting way. You've not seen the Rambo films. I mean, you've basically just a single one. You've basically just described the Rambo film. Yeah. So I mean, that's uh, that's obviously what I should have picked. no, I mean, it's certainly different to, to those. Um, I would say that the Rambo films are certainly superior to this, without a doubt. Yeah, some of, sure. them, some yeah. of them. Certainly the first one, certainly uh, First Blood. I mean, did you like any of the bits where they, I suppose, comedy might be stretching it, but they was trying to do little funny bits in it where, obviously, you put the tracker in the snowman. <laughs> mm. The little light relief, or was that a little bit too camp and cheesy for you? Throw away. It just, they yeah. just did it, and yeah. then it didn't wasn't funny didn't work <laughs> no didn't work did it it, oh, like, it needed to be more campy if it was going to do that i was thinking what's that thing that's flashing in the snowman i couldn't remember that it was a tracker <laughs> i was like is that why are they not saying anything about that thing flashing it's almost like a johnny five crossover wasn't it i, yeah. I think christopher walken would have helped it be more campy mm. i think yeah yeah i think christopher yeah. walken in that helicopter scene at the end would would have just been genius yeah. I think, yeah. with his delivery. Do you think this was had an, or was it too tropey? Because obviously you've got pretty much every action trope in there. Do you think they could have added some more? I mean, you've got all the villains turning up. Oh, I've got C5 explosives. I'll just dab that in. They've I mean, all got you, these um, MP7 guns. Yeah, but you say that. I mean, th- these are the sorts of films that recent action films have taken ideas from. Mm. It's like the stunts and stuff like that. I've, I've, I mean, I've seen numerous amounts of films. I hadn't seen many before this mm. that had attempted something like that. Yeah. Um, I yeah. think that we, you're, we're watching it in 2022, whereas it was originally 
1993, you've got to think how old it was. I was say, are we trying to get too much out of this film? Or well, is this a go in, switch your brain off, be entertained, was, come out? This was an early film for them, wasn't it? Mm. This was like when they were sort of like finding their way and uh, and obviously it has been surpassed with all the, the, the newer action films. But you, I think you've got to think of it for uh, of its age. But um, when did, when, like the thing that it makes me think about is Die Hard. Right. When did yeah. that come out? That was already out, wasn't it? Uh, this is the director of Die Hard 2, right? Yes. Okay, so it yeah, must have been, so. yeah? Yes. So that's the thing. Once the, the At that point, that was considered the modern action film that had suddenly come along, right? Then that's already set a bar high. And this is way, way below that. And I'm not even a big fan of Die Hard, but this is below that, way mm. below that. Yeah. I mean, talking about inspiring things, when they were doing the plane heist, I was immediately thinking of the Dark Knight Rises. Uh, yeah, me heist. too. Yeah. 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 So uh, that must have inspired some somehow. God, can Christopher, you Nolan. Christopher Nolan going on record saying, "Yeah, I'm a massive fan of Cliffhanger." That's, <laughs> that's why. That's what compelled me to put Tom Hardy in the film. Oh, you're right though. You are yeah. right. Yeah, I hadn't right. even considered that. No, that's why they're on, isn't it? That's why they're better than us. <laughs> Not it is indeed. It is. I do think though that Stallone. It's easy to dismiss him, but I do think that he makes this a lot more watchable than it might otherwise be. If you had put some charisma vacuum like if you had put the the equivalent of a of a michael rooker character in the lead of this film if it didn't have quite have the budget for someone like stallone so you put equivalent michael rooker level caliber of actor in that lead role i don't think we're giving it as much good grace as we are i think stallone does carry it with the physical with the physicality and also because it isn't asking much from an acting performance so he just about pitches it right to the point where you you believe the guy that he's playing in the film yeah, I, mean, I do anyway. He was clearly invested in it. He clearly yeah. thought this was big. I mean, he gave up a load of money for the stunt. He paid hundred grand so Rabbit didn't have to die again. I mean, it made two hundred and fifty-five million. It did all right. Mm. It did well all right. Good. I could see Bruce Willis in the lead role. I Funny because I was thinking I could see Alan Rickman as uh, the villain. Here <laughs> 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 we go. It's that just works. Die Hard on a Mountain. Oh, yeah, Die it? Hard on a Mountain. <laughs> this is what Die Hard should have been. He's got the cast the wrong way around. Die Hard 2. It <laughs> should have been, yeah. Yeah, you're right. I think it works. <laughs> the <laughs> other thing is you've got Terminator 2, right? Which came out when? 92, I think. Terminator 2. Mm. Now that was a behemoth of an action film. That's still to yeah. this day the greatest action film I've ever made, in my opinion. So to follow that a year later with the other meatheads and its cliffhanger... That's underwhelming. Yeah, I think when you put it into these sorts of timelines, I think uh, I think yeah, you you probably are uh, making a valid point there. Mm. Certainly, because uh, if you were to improve it now, like if it wasn't good enough then, if you were to make this now and actually get people to the cinemas rather than go straight to streaming, what do you do differently to make sure you get you make that money back at the box office? I'd probably have at least three stuntmen dying. <laughs> for a bit of publicity it is the better story isn't it it's having a it feeling invested in the story and having that real bit of retribution yeah it's certainly having that that um michael rooker character being the protagonist but then i suppose now this is a ten a penny film yeah like if they That's made the this now it'd just be another one you watch on amazon you went yeah that was all right i suppose at the time they weren't turfing out 100 100 200 of these a year no Good. And it, you also need, <laughs> nowadays anyway, you need a female character who actually does something. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. She mm. did. No, she was wasted. She wasn't. And you could tell that she was a, a pretty good actress from the early scenes, but then they just put her in situations where she had nothing to do. Yeah. Like just 
you may as well not even put her on the mountain if you're just going to reduce her to like the side piece that's doing nothing all the way. Well, through. she, I mean, yeah. fairness, she become a liability later in the film. Well, she did. Just yeah. out of the final thing that. It's weird, isn't it? Because obviously you had um, you had sort of some strong female characters coming through. In um, I don't know when was Aliens and stuff like that. When did we have Ripley and that? I don't know. Yeah, that's um, kind of around that time. But we had Sarah know, Connor yeah. as well, didn't we? Um, exactly. So uh, so yeah, it's weird that they didn't use her mm. a lot more. Well, um, I, something that we're finding right. You know, we, we mentioned that we're doing years on the podcast at yeah. the moment. So we've just done 1997, and now we've gone back to 1993. And in 1997, it seemed like a lot of the films that had come out, at least the ones that we were talking about, were sort of about redefining. This is where we start to sound like a little university syllabus, but it was like <laughs> redefining masculinity because we we were looking at films where it was the anti-Stallone, anti-Schwarzenegger. It was more about men trying to find their sensitive side and, and try and feel their worth because they're losing their jobs or losing their family or they're being emasculated in some way, shape or form. 1993 is that time right when the death bell was kind of ringing for traditional masculinity in cinema because it was around about that time when we started losing that cheesy campy muscle action film and moved to a, to a, to another place that's why it's even more unforgivable that in this film you've got a, a female character that isn't that doesn't contribute nothing it's like a little bit outdated for its time like it's outdated now but i think even for its time it was probably outdated if not the visuals like the stunt work and the, the setting and everything like we're saying then definitely the, the kind of like politics of what the script is saying, if you want to call it that. Yeah, it makes a lot more sense when you break it down into these into chronological order, doesn't it? Yeah. As to um as to, to what how you should be sort of viewing it and what yeah. the score should be. And off the back of that conversation, make sure and check out Film Buster's full Monty episode because that was beautiful. Beautifully oh, discussed. You. Bless you. It was a really, really I was mine the lawn. First mile of the year. Oh, and I was listening, oh. I was smiling along. Just all the the way you just talked about it with like with, I suppose as open men just going actually I felt like that I've done this I've done that and how they approached it and like you're saying taking that toxic masculinity away from the films yeah beautiful episode well done That's very fantastic film too yeah oh it was a great very film. Good film yeah I haven't seen it for quite a while Pride I think I watch more than that mm, Pride's a great film too mm. have you seen Pride. I've not seen Pride. It's on my watch list. Guys, guys, guys. You've not seen Pride? Such a good film. I've heard. Oh, we get, we'll get you on ours for Pride. Oh, oh such look, a good there film. There we go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, four, four, four straight men talking about uh, Pride. <laughs> no, that's, that's what the listeners want, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, Adam's not invited to that one either. No, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I haven't got much more to say about Cliffhanger. No. Guys, I don't know if you have. I want I, I, I like beats. I'd like to sign off with with one of my favourite lines that were from Craig Fairbrass, which is, you're a loudmouth punk slag who's about to die. <laughs> what a line. What the fuck? Do you know that's how he greets everybody he meets, apparently? <laughs> that would be he great. is a scary man. I ain't laughing yeah, at him. He's connected he's a... as well to the underworld. Yeah, and that. He is, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't fuck about with him. I'm going to delete his name out of every time that we've mentioned it so that he doesn't come after us. <laughs> Ben, what do you think of what? You, what's your your closing bit on uh, Cliffhanger? Unless you've got something else you want to mention? No, I, I don't. We've hit all the beats. It's been good in all the stuff that you guys have had to say and, and bring to it as well. I just think that my closing thing is I had a, a decent enough time with it. I saw one of the best opening scenes that I've seen in cinema this year. Like it was, I, I really fucking had me, and I was so ready to love this film. So it's just all the more disappointing that it didn't 
pick up where that left off. And I'm telling you, it was just the one wasted plot point. All you needed was to make Rooker the villain of the piece after that. And you could have had magic. Mm. I'm sure, still sure there is a film with him doing yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, 100%. 100%. <laughs> so what scores you got there, mate? Me? I've gone yeah. for 71. Have you? Mm. Okay. I quite like it. Okay, there we go. Keeps me entertained. Paul, score? I'm going with 63. Okay. There we go. 63. Ben? 61. 61. Ooh. I've got 63 as well. There we go. Oh, oh, I, mean, I thought that. it was all right. I, it was all right I think I've got a bit of nostalgia with this one. I've got happy days going down to Woolworths to buy my VHS with it. <laughs> I enjoyed oh, it when oh. it came out. Yeah. Okay. There we go. The N, the N words, as we started calling it, nostalgia. Yeah. It goes a long way when you're talking about some of these films. It does, though, but it's, it's not good, though, is it? Sometimes when you sort of discuss it and, and you've got too much nostalgia for something. Mm. And you, we've had people obviously watching films based on what we say, which is weirdly, and I'm sure you have. Um, mm. You've just got to try and keep it in check, haven't you, mm. a little mm. bit, because you can go overboard yeah. with some of it. Um, yeah, but, uh, but yeah, it does go a long way. You're right. Seen anything else, mate? I have, mate. I sat down with Little and she wanted to watch June. Okay. So two and a half hours, sat down with her to watch it. She couldn't have asked any more questions if she could have tried. <laughs> I don't think it carries as well on the home cinema. Really? I mean, I haven't uh, got a TV like yours. Right. But I was blown away with it at the cinema. Like yeah. the sound, the size of the screen, everything. I still enjoyed it. Just didn't feel like an event when I watched it at home. Okay. Um, still solid film. Still looking forward to the second mm. one. But I was sort of all really excited again because she wanted to sit down and watch it. I didn't expect her to, okay. but... I've watched um, it. I watched it again. Yeah. I did watch it in 4K. Yeah. And I actually thought it was nearly as good. Right. So I think it. it's gone. It's something to do with that, I think. Yeah. Um, when you get your new telly in here, yeah. your, your 8K one or whatever, you can yeah. slap it on, can't you? Yeah. Other than that, mate, I've done the Jimmy Savile documentary. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> me. Jesus. Oh, do you know when you watch something, you think, I oh, know all about it. And then you watch it and you think, Fuck. Yeah. I don't Best thing I ever saw was a tweet from an American who just said, Has an American. How did you not think there was something wrong with this bloke? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Fair dues. And there's new John Wayne Gacy tapes on Netflix as well. So I've right. been, been on a docu-series thing. Okay, there we go. Anything else, boys? Uh, I, I, I was very late to the party, but a little while ago I watched Titan, and it is the most wonderful films I've seen of late. Yeah. And it, it deserves all the awards and love it is getting. Just so if you're interested, message Ben on the side, and he can tell you, his theory about what the whole film's about. <laughs> right, okay. And it just kind of unlocked my mind for the, the film. And I think it's, it's even better just for knowing what we think it's about. Right. And it's fucking great. Love yeah. it. Yeah. Well, um, it is fucked up, isn't it? We love it. It, time, it, yeah. it is a, it, that, I suppose that's a great word for it. It is an experience when you watch it. You're not just watching a film, are you? You are getting an experience out of it. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And it is mad. Yeah. Mark, yeah. I'll tell you something. When... I was listening to your episode on it. You said, oh, and that scene when uh, Future Island's Lighthouse kicks in. And you named the song that I couldn't, I'd only seen it the one time and I couldn't remember what the song was. And then you said that and I was like, that's it. So I got it up on Spotify again. I'm like, this is one of the greatest fucking songs I've heard it in such a long time. And off the back of that, I even bought tickets to go and see Future Islands last month at Alexandra Palace, who were incredible, and they had not played Lighthouse in five years as part of any of their live gigs. They had not played Lighthouse. They played Lighthouse that night. Isn't that odd? Isn't that weird? That's great, love. We've seen them. You've seen them at Glastonbury. You know, I know I've seen them. 
I mean, can't remember where you was I there. I don't or remember not. a lot about Glastonbury. No, not, but uh, probably. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure we went to see him together. Probably. Yeah. Um, but what a tune! Mm. What a film! That is a tune. Hanger. Mm. Great scene. Amazing scene. Anything else? I'm going to tell you to reach back into your past a little bit uh, more, everyone, and revisit a childhood classic that I think we must have all loved. I rewatched for the first time in about 20 years, I think it was, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. And it's holds the fuck up because kind of like what we're saying here, everything is practical. There's no CGI, there's no green screens and all that. And it's like watching an, a, a theme park ride the whole time for kids. It is amazing. I'm just imagining the scenes when they're in the garden with the grass and all that. I, yeah. I do remember, that yeah. film blew my mind, right? Terrible moments. Last it? year, I only learned for some reason, and it's the way they say it, but the dog's name I always thought was Cork. It is Cork, isn't it? No, it's Quark, as in Quarks and Quasars with science. No. Yeah. Really? And I only learned it last year, and I was like, oh, it's an American saying Quark. <laughs> Quark? It, yeah, as, in as, in, as in quarks and quasars and oh. bosons and stuff like that. Right. Not cork. Oh. I thought it was cork. Right. There we go. <laughs> There's my bit of interesting information. <laughs> well done, mate. I'm probably not going to sit down and watch on your song the kids. Maybe I will. It's a Maybe great film. It is. It if is you're a... ever sick, it is the solution. That's why I watched it, because I was rough as old boots. Mm. And then I put that on and it's like, oh, tonic. Amazing. And to physical, physical effects and physical sets as well. You're not going to get much better. Yeah. Okay. You're not. What year was that? Ninety-two. Yeah. Ninety-two. With Auntie, yeah. and they've got the bit of Oreo. Oh, mate, oh, such I'll a tell film. You what? Okay. Watching it as an adult, they kill Auntie, and you think, "Fuck, you would not do that nowadays. <laughs> oh. You would not have Auntie die." Yeah, I don't. Auntie know just dies. I wonder whether that thing's just rotting in a warehouse somewhere. Oh, <laughs> what do you do with a giant ham once, <laughs> once you've finished filming? That <laughs> <laughs> like hoggle turned up from Labyrinth a few years back, didn't it? Like rotting in a suitcase. Did it? And oh, this, Jesus. This, this, this big airport hangers somewhere in the middle of the <laughs> desert in Nevada with like this big mouldy giant ant and all this <laughs> stuff. And like, I don't know what I fucking do with it now. <laughs> <laughs> Someone, they're going to open it on the, what's that um, thing where they open the storage wars? Yeah. They're going to find it. <laughs> <laughs> find it one day story <laughs> there's a horror movie in that people putting on those old costumes after all these years <gasps> seeing how oh, they've yeah. degraded uh, I saw Judy was it Judy Garland's dress from oh. the Wizard of Oz it's just going up for auction if you want to buy it really yeah no I want a giant ant now for some reason you want the yeah. ant I want the giant ant <laughs> I don't know what I'd do with it. I'll find somewhere for it. <laughs> Just put it on the roof. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Anything else, guys? That's everything for me. Is it? That's everything that I've okay. hit. I'll just ben can tell us um, when he's watching uh, I Blew Up the Baby next time. Yeah. <laughs> well, I did watch. But the reason that I went on to Honey, I was trying to kids is because I watched Honey, We Blew Up Ourselves first. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> well, I'm not, I can't. That is, yes. I saw The Bodyguard for some reason. What, as in Whitney? Yeah. What a film, mate. It's on. Jill was watching it. I, I mean... <laughs> One of my favourite scenes in film, that. Is it? When the bloke, Frank, comes in, or the other guy comes in, he's eating the apple with a knife. Right. Fucking love that scene. <laughs> I saw... I watched uh, Jack... Zach... Zach... Jack, Zach Shider's Justice League. Can't even say it again. Four hours. Did you? It was on in the background. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I don't know why. But um, it was sort of on in the background. I say I watched it. It was on... Um, I, was, I was sort of there for four hours. And then I watched uh, Deep Water, Ben Affleck and Anna de Armas. Mm. Um, Everyone has piled in on that, yeah. but is it any good? Uh, it's not great. It, it's not, I don't think it's as bad. It's quite erotic, 
Um, I think Anna Darmis, I mean, you'd be able to play your boobies game. Oh, you would, yeah. Um, first, By Anna Darmas? Yeah, yeah. First What's time, the name of the film? <laughs> Deep Water. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, yeah, I can but, um, it, it's, it is quite erotic. It, you can sort of see that it maybe isn't a right point in her career, I think they're saying, aren't they? That it's come out a bit later and her career's sort of oh, right, gone yeah. on a bit from that. Um, the character, they're, they're not likeable characters. I wouldn't say it's a really bad film. It's just that you, there's nobody in there that you can relate to. They're just not. Yeah. They're just not nice people. So it's not a very pleasant watch. Um, their relationship is very sort of toxic. I didn't think it was the worst thing that I've seen. Uh, if I'm honest, the bodyguard was. But uh, there, there hasn't really <laughs> been like erotic thrillers made for a good couple of decades. Like it, we've forgotten how to make the erotic thriller. There yeah. used to be a thing, particularly in the '80s. And I just think I don't know. The cinema going audiences aren't really wired for yeah. that sort of film I think there's a, I think there's a new word for for his character he's cuckold I think now isn't it cuckold mm. I think is mm. they, they say he's, is she's, right? she like, she's like got loads of people on the side and he's he has to sort of put up with it right. but he sort of doesn't and okay. there's a, a little thriller element in it oh you sold it to me mate I'll give it a watch <laughs> I'm sure I did <laughs> So uh, there, there we go so just quickly recap next week mate yeah. I gave you King Richard you've yeah. got to watch what did you give me? I gave you Mr. Nobody. Either of you two seen Mr. Nobody? Have indeed. It's yeah. great. Is there it? we are. Oh, very cool. enjoyable, but it's been a long time. Yeah, yeah a very okay. long time. Well, I've never seen good. it, obviously, so I'm going to watch that uh, while I'm off. Mm -hmm. That's good. And uh, next week's main yeah. is... We're doing The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. There we are, yeah. We're doing... Oh, yeah. amazing. Nick Cage. So I've uh, been looking forward to that one, haven't we? Yeah. Oh, there we go. going to be an interesting one. Mm. Mate, quickly, before we say goodbye to the guys, do you want to reiterate how people can get hold of us on social media? Absolutely. You can get us on Twitter, which is at movie underscore drone or via email or movie drone podcast at hotmail.com. So, guys, um, thanks very much for coming on. Thank you for inviting us. I say yes, Paul, Paul's lit, lit up his face like a yes. horror movie. Now we've got like one side of it. It's like the Phantom of the Opera or something yeah. on there. <laughs> Um, so that's been an experience but thanks so much for coming on um, do you want to just tell us what you're doing in your podcast how people can get hold of you what your socials are um, they really need to we really love it obviously everyone who listens to this and a lot more people do that you've got Patreon content and all that but just please let us know a little bit about it so there's three of us there's Adam who's missing today who's on holiday couldn't bob to turn up um, and we basically are very good friends who just chat about film. We tackle it by doing rounds of years in film. So we're on 1993 at the moment. We've just done, what was the last time we've done? Manhattan Murder Mystery. Manhattan Murder Mystery, which is kicked off by our patrons. So they give us a film, and whatever year that is, that is the round we're doing. So all of us pick a film from 1993, chat about it, get angry at each other, and that is our episodes. And yeah, you can get hold of us at, on any podcast in app. We're Filmbusters, and we're also on Instagram, Twitter at Filmbusters Pod. I'm, I'm blown away, honestly. You're a patron, by isn't boys you? on. I'm a patron. You're going to have to choose a year. Have you chose your year yet? Have you got it in your head where <laughs> no, you're going? Been, I haven't been asked, Mark. No, you but when I mean? you do, have you, you're going to have to come up with a plan, mate. You can't just panic. I mean, if I've got a good year. 1982, Greece 2. No. Oh, <laughs> fucking hell, <laughs> No, afraid not. Uh, I'm not going to say, am I? Uh, we were ruining the fucking surprise, wasn't it? So, Do you know, uh, didn't you? Yeah, of course I know, yeah. mate. Of course I know. But, uh, yeah, guys, thank you very much for coming on. Hopefully it hasn't been uh, as painful as it normally is for me every week. No, it's, it's been it, wonderful. It, is, it has been. It's, it's amazing. We like, Listen, it's so good 
hearing you guys week after week after week and then to come on and be a part of it. I don't know. Just I'm sure I'm speaking for Port at the same time, but it kind of feels like you want to do it justice because we know you you bring it. We know how good the shows are. So when we come on, we're like, oh, we want to we want to make it magic as well. And it's like there's a lot of pressure. There is pressure, isn't it? Do you feel the pressure? There's pressure. Definitely pressure. Yeah. I mean, we don't, do we? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. We don't really care. No. We're just, every week we get off and go, do you know what? When can we go on a hiatus? When can we? Yeah. We, we can we, we've decided we? if we do a hiatus, that's it. Yeah. We, this is yeah. like one of the things where, you know where you start something, like you start doing a garden or something, and you just don't know when to stop, do you? You don't know when you can finish it. But, uh, but yeah, no, we have fun. We have fun. We enjoy having all you guys. And we've got some guests coming up, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah, I think you've been booking it. Yeah? <laughs> I mean, so who knows? <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. So, thank you very much for coming on. Have, have you got a joke for them this week? I'm a bit worried. <sighs> I've got three to choose from, mate. Right, okay, well, none of them are very them. good. Okay, so thank you very much, guys, for coming on. Say goodbye, Paul. Thank you so much for having us, guys, and thanks everyone for listening. Say good night, Ben. Good night, Ben. Thank you for having us. Say goodbye, then, Mark. Goodbye, then, Mark. See you later, everybody. See you later. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. I was on a plane the other day, mate, so I'm sitting there flying away, and I said to the woman, stewardess, what height are we flying at? And she was like, I don't know, it's like 36, 32, 33,000, I don't care. Why do you care, you idiot? She had a proper altitude problem. That's it. The best of the three, that was. I think they've gone. <laughs> oh, no, they're there. They're there. They're there. Oh, yeah. Just, yeah. There hasn't been any message go to and fro of anyone going, when he tells a joke, don't I even realise. I swear to you, I've not said anything. I don't anything. trust none of you, that mate. That was that bad. Yeah, I know it was. That was that bad. That, that did not need any I even rechecked earlier because I was panicking. They were shit and I couldn't find any more. <laughs> oh, it was topical dear. as well, actually, that don't, joke, yeah. wasn't it? Don't try and make it better now. Your silence was, uh, was, <laughs> it was the... Uh, the <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> it's perfect.